It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time for Football Friday Live on the Fox Man Sports Network. So sit back and get ready as we preview all the hard-hitting action in high school, college, and pro football. Now with all the information here on Football Friday Live, it's your host, the Fox Man, Jeremy Fox. Welcome to the first edition of the 2019 season of Football Friday Live here on the uh, Fox Man Sports Network. I am Jeremy Fox, and... We're going to take a look at the Week 0 games in high school football. There's some games going on tonight in Week 0 of the high school football season. But for the most part, we're going to take a look at the season ahead in Iowa high school football, which gets underway next week on Thursday with uh, with several of our teams getting underway there as well. We'll talk a little college football. There was a couple of college football games last night involving some of our junior college teams in the state of Iowa. They, they played last night. And we'll take a look at your... Uh, all the Iowa universities and talk about their first games coming up here in the 2019 season. Plus, we'll talk a little bit about the NFL and the CFL, and along with indoor football league as well, and uh, a lot of things along those lines. So we'll just kind of talk about that. We'll also talk about the XFL. So if you're not familiar with that, but we'll talk a little about that coming up as well here on Football Friday Live. Our first edition of the 2019 season. Hard to believe that the football season is here. But it is going to be fun to just kind of sit here and get to cover everything for you during this 2019 Iowa high school football season as well as the 2019 college season and, and our pros uh, seasons as well. I'll take a look at those uh, in just a little bit. Um, you know, we're going to start off with high school football because high school football, it's, it's you know, it's hard to believe that the season is officially a one week away from official start to the season. But because some teams have to get nine games in, and because we had a couple of teams close schools, no no football this year from Clay Central of Everly. They don't have a football program this year. Grandview Christian School didn't have enough numbers to continue a full football program, so they've gone to a junior varsity football schedule this year. So they won't have a varsity-level football team this year. Uh, so that left some valid areas and, and open points on the schedules for some of these teams that have to go out and find these games. So some of these Class A teams had to go out and find games against you know teams uh, that normally they wouldn't play uh, or they, they, they didn't expect to play this year because of the way the schedule has gone the last couple of years. But that's just the way it happened is they had to go out and find a ninth game so teams could get there. I know one of those teams that normally played Greenview Christian uh, school in Class A football was North Mahaska New Sharon. I do know this: North Mahaska New Sharon did not find a uh, ninth opponent, so they will only play eight games this year. So they, when they go and get the RPI rankings towards the end of the year, remember it's RPI rankings that help determine the playoff teams outside of district champions in North Mahaska. Should they have to rely on the RPI, they're going to be only based off of eight games played this year as opposed to nine games this year, or some teams might be playing ten games this year, so get that opportunity to have that RPI ranking uh, for those teams. 
So, with that being said, the official season of high school football starting next week. This week, we got week zero of the high school football season, so teams can get their ninth game in or have that opportunity to get a ninth game in, or for some teams, maybe pick up a tenth game to help teams get a ninth game in this year. So, we've got games going on tonight. We've got a high school football game going on tomorrow night up in Wisconsin with one of our Iowa teams in uh, eight-man football. And uh, let's talk about those games here this week in week zero of the high school football season. We've got a game between a Class 1A and a Class A team. That'll be, of course, Columbus, Columbus Junction. And they are in Class 1A. They will be taking on Cardinal of Eldon. And uh, the Car uh, Cardinal of Eldon, uh, they're in Eldon tonight in a matchup there between those two programs. In Class A football tonight, Linville Sully and the uh, the Hawks of Linville Sully have to kick their seat off tonight. They will be at the Plainsman of Bell Plain tonight to play against Bell Plain. Wayne Corden uh, opens up their season tonight at BGM of Brooklyn and the Bears tonight. Also, you got GMG of Garwan at Martinsville St. Mary's tonight. And Nottoway Valley is at Central Decatur of Leon to open up Class A football action tonight. In eight-man football action, it is Griswold at Arweva of Westside tonight. In eight-man football, West Bend Mallard is at North Iowa Buffalo Center. Springville at Winfield Mound Union. Collins Maxwell is at Iowa Valley of Marengo. English Valley North English at Twin Cedar Bussy. HLV of Victor at Colonesco. Montezuma is at Southeast Water Liberty Center. More mature Gardner Grove at Baxter. Lennox at Bedford. Sydney at Seymour and Stanton at Murray. I do know this, that the HLV Vector and Colonesco game will be streamed online at kdao.com. Andy Jennings will have the call of that ball game uh, this afternoon or this evening from Colonesco High School where HLV will take on at Colonesco. And then tomorrow in A-Man football action, up in Wisconsin, this New London uh, happened to go up to play a Wisconsin team, Williams Bay in Wisconsin. Uh, tomorrow, eight-man football game there. So New London will be at Williams Bay of Wisconsin tomorrow to play an eight-man football game to open up their season or try to get their ninth game in on the year. Remember, out uh, teams have that opportunity to play out-of-state teams. Um, you know, and that, that opened up the door for the Council Bluffs. So city teams to play out-of-state teams in all sports um, a couple years ago. That opened up the opportunity. Uh, the Iowa teams can now do that, playing against teams from Missouri and Illinois, Nebraska, Minnesota, South Dakota, if they need to, just to get those games in. And uh, that's the case with eight-man football with New London going to Wisconsin tomorrow to play William Bay. So Williams Bay picking up an extra game to be able to get New London in that ninth game of the year. New London, of course, losing one game when they lost the game, um, you know, this season. So with that being said, uh, teams losing games across the board is just the nature of when we see the football programs shortened out and uh, or football programs stop playing football and they have to go out and pick up those extra football games. So just an idea of, of what can happen here in Iowa high school football, and that's the case for Week 0 games this week across the board. And when I look at these ball games and I look at their season coming up here in A-man football, you know, we look at who the defending champions were in eight-man football, and uh, you know it's just remarkable the uh, the play of eight-man football and um, all of the eleven-man football games as well throughout the season. So it'll be to see who's going to be that 2019 state championship for some teams. It starts this week for mo for all the other teams. It starts next week. You know, these teams have games this week. They have official games to get their season started this week. A lot of other schools will have scrimmages tonight or, you know, uh, 
uh, inner inner squad scrimmages tonight going on. So they might be scrimmaging somebody or have an inner squad scrimmage tonight just to get focused in on the 2019 season that gets underway next week. And that'll start up on Thursday night. And I want to mention the game's coming up on Thursday night. Class 4A football next Thursday. Council Bluffs Thomas Jefferson is at Sioux City West. And then we got in Class 3A, Rock Island Alleman High School from Illinois going to travel and take on Davenport Assumption. A short travel for them across the river, uh, but uh, they will take on Davenport Assumption at Brady Street Stadium next week. So that's a couple games we got going on. As we'll see that a couple few top, a couple times this year, where we'll have a couple games uh, on Thursday nights, uh, as typical, either in Sioux City, Davenport, or uh, uh, Council Bluffs. Typically, we might have one there. Cedar Rapids is another place uh, we'll typically have games. Um, on multiple weeks. Waterloo, we could potentially have that. I, I can't remember if there's a week or two that we have that for Waterloo, but that's a possibility as teams share the same stadium. So you have to uh, navigate the team's schedules um, throughout the season. So we'll definitely keep an eye on that. Of course, next week, you know, I look at some of the games next Friday to open up the season. Look at this. We got Ankeny at Ankeny Centennial. We always know that Ankeny rivalry, you know, Centennial's only been a school for about six years, seven years now, uh, and that rivalry game, you know, started out as Ankeny was kind of taking control of that rivalry because Centennial just kind of wasn't showing up. Uh, but Centennial has really played well in that rivalry game, I think, over the span of that seven years, despite everything. And you got a matchup there, Ankeny and Ankeny Centennial. That's going to be a good game next week at Ankeny Stadium. You got Des Moines East against Des Moines Lincoln. Roosevelt takes on Des Moines Hoover. Uh, Waukee and Dowling to open up the season next week. I mean, how good is that game uh, next week? You've got Mason City and Fort Dodge. Mason City struggled last year to find a win column last year. They're going to try to go in and try to get that win against Fort Dodge next Friday. Valley at Southeast Polk should be a good one. Ames at Cedar Falls next week. Um, you know, just some of the games there. Bentendorf is on Pleasant Valley. Urbandale at Johnson. Merle Hay Road is going to be on the line tomorrow or next Friday night uh, in high school football. So just some of the great games there. Of course, you got Waterloo East going against Waterloo West. The Battle of Waterloo going on next week in, a, in the uh, high school football season. So that's just some of the games going on next week. And we'll have a full look at that schedule next Friday on Football Friday Live when we have our week one edition of Football Friday Live. Now, and we move on to take a look at some college football action. There was some junior college football action going on last night as the uh, Iowa Western Reavers opened up their 2019 season at number two in the NJCAA uh, National Football Poll. And the Iowa Western Reavers would get a 36-14 win over Coffeyville and the Red Ravens from Coffeyville, Kansas. The Iowa Western Reavers go to 1-0, and the Iowa Western Reavers will play in the rivalry game next week against the Tritons of Iowa Central Community College in Week 1. Uh, sorry, Week 2 of the season for them. Uh, but, uh, again, that'll be coming up next week. Iowa Central and Iowa Western, and that'll be a good matchup next week. But Iowa Western got the win 36-14 over Coffeyville last night, so the number 2-ranked team in the country opens up the season with the win. And how about this? Number five ranked Hutchinson Community College and the Blue Dragons. Travel to take on the Panthers of Ellsworth Community College last night. And it was Hutchinson with a 41-16 win over the Ellsworth Community College Panthers. Blue Dragons go to 1-0. And the Ellsworth Panthers under new head coach Mitchell Shunrote uh, goes to 0-1 on the season. 
Saturday in junior Saturday in college football, there's one more junior college football game, and that'll be the Iowa Central Tritons, who are ranked number 14th in the country. They travel to BG Product Stadium down in in uh, Kansas to take on Butler Community College in the 10th ranked team. Then on an El Dorado, Kansas, this weekend, so that'll be a good matchup there. But the Iowa Central Tritons and uh, Coach Jesse Monatello to get his squad down there to play on Butler Community College and the Grizzlies in football action. There's a couple college football games going on this weekend. Miami, Florida, taking on number eight, Florida, in the uh, uh, game on 6 p.m. on ESPN on Saturday. And then also on Saturday, kicking off in Arizona is at Hawaii at 9.30 on the CBS Sports Network. So that'll be some very, very uh, good games kicking off the college football season for our college football teams as I look at the schedule for our college football teams here, and we'll run down this one for you. The Iowa State Cyclones will open up their season in college football action next Saturday against the UNI Panthers at uh, Jack Trice in Ames, Iowa, while the Iowa Hawkeyes will open up their season against the Miami, Ohio Red Hawks to open up their season. The UNI Panthers, of course, mentioned is they'll be at Iowa State. The Drake Bulldogs are at the North Dakota squad on Saturday, next Saturday, the 31st of August. In Division Two football, the Upper Iowa Peacocks will be off. There, they won't open the season until the seventh of September, when they open up the season against Augustana, South Dakota, um, on the road. And of course, their first home game will be in Canadian St. Paul on the fourteenth of September. In Division Three football, one of Mr. Beavers will be at Hamline on uh, September fifth. That'll be Thursday, September fifth. They open up season on Thursday, September fifth. Central Dutch will open season on September seventh against Northwestern St. Paul. Coe College and the Coe Hawks will open up season at Augustana, Illinois on September 7th. The Cornell Rams will open up season on September 7th at Iowa, or sorry, against Iowa Wesleyan at home. To be Spartans will open up season at uh, University of Wisconsin-Whitewater on September 7th. Cornell Pioneers will open up season against Lawrence University on September 7th. Iowa Wesleyan, I already mentioned them, they'll be at Cornell. Loris College and the New Hawks will be at University of wisconsin Eclair on September 7th. Luther Norris will be at the Weiner College on September 7th. Simpson College will be at Bethel, Minnesota on September 7th. Warburg Knights will open season at Greenville University on September the 7th. Briarcliff Chargers and the NAI football will open up a season at Waldorf next Saturday. Uh, Clark Pride out of Dubuque will be t- open up a season at, against Central Methodist at home. The Dort Defenders will open up a season next week against Kaiser College. Graceland Yellow Jackets will open up a season against Benedictine College at home. Grandview Vikings will open up a season next Thursday against Mid-American Nazarene University in Des Moines down at Williams Stadium there. Morningside Mustangs will open up a season against the University of St. Francis of Illinois on the 31st. Northwestern Red Raiders will open up the season against Valley City State on September 7th. Send them to Fighting Bees will open the season at Missouri Baptist on September 7th. Waldorf will open the season against Briarcliff on September 31st. Or sorry, on August 31st. William Penn State's men will open up the season next uh, weekend against Evansville, Evangela University. That uh, game will be played down at the Lacey Complex Stadium in Oskaloosa. Um, open up season for the NAIA William Penn Statesman. In the NJCAA, we mentioned Iowa Western getting their opening season win. Iowa Western will be at Iowa Central next Saturday. Uh, meanwhile, Ellsworth Community College will go on the road next week. They'll actually be on the road for two weeks. They'll be on the road at Highland Community College in Kansas next week in junior college football. 
All right, so we'll take a quick break. When we come back, we'll talk pro football for you. We'll talk a little pro football. We'll talk about a strange thing that happened in the NFL preseason game last night um, up in uh, Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada. We'll talk a little about that here on Football Friday Live, but we'll be right back here. You're listening to Football Friday Live on the Fox Man Sports Network. Brad's buzzed. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he's starting with the woots. <laughs> and now a speech. I just want to say that friendship is about heart. Heart and brain. Who's with me? Good thing is, he knows when he's buzzed. And my brain is saying, when it's time to go home, somebody call me a ride. Love that guy. Me too. Know your buzzed warning signs? Call for a ride when it's time to go home. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. <laughs> Time out! Okay, guys, Summers really has bell rung and could have a concussion. I'm pulling him out for the game. Rodriguez, you're in for Summers. Come on, coach. It's just a ding. I'll shake it off. Yeah, he's tough. Plus, we need to win this to make the playoffs. Listen, we're a team and we need to look out for each other. Concussions are serious. No game is more important than your health. Take concussions out of play. If you're a coach, know the warning signs and never let athletes return to play before a healthcare professional says it's okay. A message from CDC. Iowa's athletes and fans enjoy many outdoor sports. Remember, whether you're playing or supporting your team, you are in danger from lightning. Learn more about lightning safety at www.lightningsafety.noaa.gov. Lightning kills, play it safe. This message is brought to you by the Iowa High School Athletic Association and your local National Weather Service office. Hey, it's me, your cell phone. We need to talk about something, something serious. I know you love me. I know you like using me wherever you are, but I feel like this isn't working out when you're driving. I know you may think that it's possible to focus both on me and the road, but I just don't feel the same way. I think we should spend time away from each other when you're driving. It's for the best. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, a message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. You are listening to Football Friday Live on the Fox Man Sports Network. Now back with Football Friday Live, here's your host, the Fox Man, Jeremy Fox. Welcome back to Football Friday Live here on the Fox Man Sports Network. I am your host, Jeremy Fox, and, well... We talked the high school games coming up in week zero. We took a look at the games, some of the some of the games coming up in week one next week. We'll look at the full games in week one next week. We looked at the college football games that took place last night. The junior college football teams that played last night. Looked at the junior college football teams coming up this weekend and their football game against uh, Butler Community College. And we talked about the college football games going on this weekend. How about the NFL right now? The NFL, of course, playing in week three of the preseason and had a strange incident last night as the Green Bay Packers and the Oakland Raiders in a full preseason game in Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada, was forced to play on an 80-yard field after players' concern of the field. Really, actually, from our understanding, it was not concerns of the Oakland Raiders. It was concerns of the Green Bay Packers. The NFL approved the field on Wednesday, so in case you want to know, the NFL did approve the field on Wednesday. They did not have any issues. The issue that arose yesterday uh, in the uh, before the game started yesterday was where the CFL goalpost is placed in the end zone. Um, they're at uh, the stadium. Um, you know, uh, it was with, with, with the, the, the goalpost uh, in, in uh, 
you know where the goalpost is at, they had to put in a turf in. Well, that's about located in about the middle of the end zone for the NFL. For any NFL game, it would be located about in the end zone of the NFL game. And um, that would would cause the concern. It was basically because the the turf wasn't matching up together because of the where the goalpost would normally be at in the CFL stadium. So the Green Bay Packers and the NFL, along with the NFL officials, agreed that the or decided that it should probably be played on a shorter field. So the decision was made that they'd play on the 80-yard field, meaning the end zones would now be at the 10-yard line and being ultimately there. Now, my thought is, why not play an NFL game? Why did we have to go through the whole situation and, and put in a field turf, uh, essentially, bring in our own field turf for this game and have the situation that we we come about in this, in, in this interesting uh, moment here? Uh, because in my opinion, they should have just played on the 55-yard football field of the CFL. You could have easily done the same thing with the end zones. The same exact thing with the end zones. Now, instead of using the markings there, you could have done the same exact thing. You could have cut the end zone short a little bit, so you would have cut it a little bit short. You could have played maybe on a larger football field instead of playing on a 80 yard football field. If you're going to play on an 80-yard football field, why not make an 8-man football instead of 11-man football? Especially when the Green Bay Packers set out 33 players. This is getting ridiculous. The NFL and the preseason games. We see this all the time. I understand it's preseason. I understand we don't get the players hurt. I understand all that. But, this is preseason football. This is to get the hype back in the game. Get everybody excited about the season. But how can you get excited if you don't know how the teams can form on the field, if nobody plays. Now, I, I get it that the Oakland Waiters weren't going to start their starters or play their starters yesterday, regardless of the field conditions. But the Green Bay Packers making that decision, that is just horrible in my in my opinion. And, um, you know, to be honest, I, I don't know if I, you know, I really want to pay attention to the season openers in the NFL, but, you know, we are 13 days away, 13 days away from the season opener in the NFL. And it opens up Green Bay Packers at the Chicago Bears. Open up the season on NBC on Thursday, September 5th. Sunday, September 8th, you've got the early afternoon games. The Los Angeles Rams are at the Carolina Panthers. Cam Newton is hurt, so we may they may the Rams may end up going to play the Panthers without a Cam Newton playing that game in week one, because Cam Newton apparently was in a walking boot at the end of last night's preseason game. Tennessee Titans at the Cleveland Browns. We want to see. I want to see what Baker Mayfield does in year two at quarterback of the Cleveland Browns. I want to see what he does there. Uh, it could be interesting there. Kansas City Chiefs open up season at Jacksonville and the Jaguars. The Jaguars have Nick Foles at quarterback, and and I want to see what this Jaguar team can do. We saw them struggle last year. A couple years ago, they were one of the best teams. Nearly knocked off the Patriots in that AFC Championship game fell flat on their foot in that championship game. This Jaguar team, I think, has got to perform better. So I want to see how they perform. You got Baltimore Ravens at the Miami Dolphins. The Atlanta Falcons are up in Minnesota at the U.S. Bank Stadium and uh, take on the Vikings in Minnesota. The Buffalo Bills are at the New York Jets. 
The Washington Redskins at the Philadelphia Eagles. Those are the early afternoon games. The late afternoon games include Indianapolis Colts and the Los Angeles Chargers. Cincinnati Bengals are at the Seattle Seahawks. The Detroit Lions at the Arizona Cardinals. The New York Giants at the Dallas Cowboys. San Francisco 49ers are at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Pittsburgh Steelers at the New England Patriots to open up week one. In Monday Night Football, the doubleheader on Monday Night Football on Monday, September 9th, will go this way. Houston Texans at the New Orleans Saints. Um, and then following that one up by the Denver Broncos at the Oakland Raiders. Now, going back to why that game was being played last night. The preseason game being played in Winnipeg and Manitoba, Canada. The Oakland Raiders opted to give one of their preseason, or opted to move one of their two home preseason games out of Oakland. Now, why do you say they did that? Well, the rent for the game would be nearly half a million dollars, $500,000 to play a game in Oakland at the Oakland Coliseum. We all know the Raiders are out of Oakland after the end of this year. They're moving to Vegas next year. So we all know that. But the Oakland Raiders made that decision that, okay, we're going to sign at least one more year with the Coliseum in Oakland. Then we're going to say, all right, you only get one preseason game. And keep in mind, they only get, what, I think, what, six or seven home games this year for the Oakland Raiders because they give up one home game to play in London this year. So you be that issue and, and you say what it's worth that the Oakland Raiders, the Raiders, we know that they're, they're, they're fastly approaching out the door to Las Vegas. We know that. Uh, that's why they played a preseason game in, Min- in Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada. I know a lot of people are saying, well, why did they play a game in Canada? That's the reason they played the game in Canada, because it came down to rent issues at the old Coliseum. All right. Speaking of Canadian football in Winnipeg, Winnipeg plays tonight in Week 11 of the CFL. They play a 21-week regular season. And over that span, you play 21 weeks. You play uh, 18 games, and you have three bye weeks during your 21-week span of the CFL. Well, this week is week 11. And that means Winnipeg will be at the Edmonton Eskimos. They'll be playing over there um, in Edmonton at the Brickfield at Commonwealth Stadium in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. So, Winnipeg and the Blue Bombers right now are 7-2. and two. They're the league's best team. or one of the league's best teams in the league right now uh, of the CFL. And they will be taking on the Edmonton Eskimos. The Ottawa Red Blacks will be at the Saskatchewan Roughriders at Mosaic Stadium in Regina, Saskatchewan. Uh, that'll be coming up on Saturday. Also on Saturday, the Hamilton Ticats, who are the best team right now in the East Division, will be taking on the BC Lions, who are 1-8. and eight. The worst team in the league right now is the BC Lions. And then on Sunday, you've got the Alouettes, who are 4-4 four and four on the year. And then we take it on the Argos of Toronto, 1-7. That game will be at uh, BMO Field in at Toronto in the CFL. And in case you're trying to figure out what team has the week off, the Calgary Stampeders, the defending um, Great Cup champions, the Calgary Stampeders, are at 5-4 and four on the year. They get the week off, and Calgary won't return back in action until on Monday, September 2nd, when they play the Edmonton Eskimos. So they are off until next, uh, really next Monday, because they play games on Sunday and Monday next week because of Labor Day weekend. They traditionally have Labor Day game, and uh, typically in the Labor Day game, you have uh, one team, Toronto or Hamilton, 
typically you have Montreal playing, but Montreal actually gets a week off this year on Labor Day weekend. So you get Toronto and Hamilton uh, along with Edmonton and Calgary at the two CFL games on Labor Day. And those are always exciting in the CFL uh, of the Canadian Football League. Now we move on to the the uh, the next story I got here. We know that the twenty in twenty twenty in February twenty twenty, the week right after the Super Bowl, the XFL will open up the twenty twenty season. There's a lot of people that doesn't want to give the XFL that um, you know uh, a chance. To me, I th- you have to give them a chance, and I think you have to give them a chance in a way, but you have to give them a chance, and so. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about the team names for the XFL, uh, the XFL teams. We'll talk a little about the Indoor Football League uh, going into the 2020 season as they added a new team this week. We'll talk about that, and we'll get come back and get our final thoughts here on Football Friday Live. You're listening to Football Friday Live here on the Fox Man at Sports Network. It's fourth and goal, and the Tigers have taken their last time out. The season comes down to this. You know they miss their veteran, Max Evans, right now. Yeah, but Coach Dumphy made the right move. Concussions are serious. You're right. We all need to help take concussions out of play. Okay, folks, this is it. If you think your athlete has a concussion, don't assess it yourself. Take them out of play and seek a healthcare professional's advice. Visit www.cdc.gov concussion to learn why. A message from CDC. My name is Hunter Hayes. I know myself, and I know my buzzed warning signs. One shot is about knowing my limits, or not necessarily knowing my limits. I start with one shot to have a good time. One of the signs that I'm starting to feel a little buzz is when I start solving not only my own problems, but the entire world's problems. When I know I'm going out, I know I'm going to start with calling for a ride. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. There's a shortage of high school officials in almost every sport. In some communities, the shortage is critical, and high school games are either being postponed or canceled. Coming to high school officials, the easiest call you'll ever make. High school officials protect the integrity of the games our kids love to play by demonstrating qualities like honesty, objectivity, consistency, courage, and common sense. They have the opportunity to help teenagers learn life lessons that will benefit them for a lifetime. As veteran officials continue to retire, new officials have an opportunity to make a huge difference in the lives of hundreds of young people every year. Consider the many benefits of becoming a high school official. One, you'll make a role model for a youth in your community. Two, it's a great way to stay in good physical condition. Three, the hours are flexible. Four, you'll earn an extra income. And five, you'll expand your network of friends and have fun. Make the right call. Become a high school official. Go to highschoolofficials.com. This message is in partnership with the Iowa High School Athletic Association, the Iowa Girls High School Athletic Union, and the National Federation of State High School Associations. Each year, children and adults in the United States are struck by lightning while participating in or attending sporting events. Some of these people are killed and many more left to cope with permanent disabilities. These tragedies can be avoided. Remember, you are in danger from lightning if you can hear thunder. Learn more about lightning safety at www.lightningsafety.noaa.gov. Lightning kills, play it safe. This message is brought to you by the Iowa High School Athletic Association and your local National Weather Service office. You are listening to Football Friday Live on the Fox Man Sports Network. Now back with Football Friday Live. Here's your host, the Fox Man, Jeremy Fox. Welcome you back to Football Friday Live inside our studios. And uh, 
We are talking a little bit about it. We talked about the highest couple games go through. We'll run through that schedule one final time before we wrap it up here. Um, of this uh, very uh, short edition of Football Friday Live, trying to get everything uh, out here and talk about this. The XFL, uh, that's their team names. We knew the, the cities that were going to have a team. We knew the stadiums that were going to have a team. Uh, we've kind of known who the coaches and general ma- coaches slash general managers were going to be at uh, some of the teams. Uh, but the team names were officially announced this week. And... Um, you know, I'm not quite sure. You know, I'm, I'm kind of with some people about some of the names, and I don't agree with some of the names. But my thought is there's a lot of people that aren't going to give the XFL a chance. And, and I think that's 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 not fair. As people who did give the XFL a chance, like myself, and I know a few people, a few other people did, the people that gave the XFL the chance the first time, it was that because we were, you know, kind of in that in that era. Um, you had teams that I, I thought, that, you know, that was a great year. Uh, maybe the ratings of TV kind of faltered. People thought, oh, we're going to tune in. This game's going to be kind of like the NFL, kind of extension of football. To me, I think that people had the belief of this is going to be similar to the NFL. Some of the things the NFL uses today, the XFL created, the first edition of the XFL. This XFL is a different league. They're coming up with some new rule changes. They're coming up with some unique rules in this game, similar to what we see, you know, you, similar rules you see in Canada at the Canadian Football League. So you see some different rule things going on. And I think that's what's unique about this. They've been testing this out with some junior colleges down in, in uh, Mississippi this past fall, or this past uh, winter uh, and spring. And, and so they were testing out that. So they, they kind of got an idea uh, of some of the things that are going to work out in the XFL this year. So I think the way that they planned this out, the way they announced this two years ago that the XFL was coming back, the way they've been able to place this together. You talk about the AAF last year, the, this past winter, I guess you want to say it. That was a flop. Everybody didn't want to give that a league a chance. I didn't want to give that a league a chance because I didn't hear about it until almost two weeks before the Super Bowl. Last year. Oh, all of a sudden you're going to be a new AAF league? What's it going to happen? And then when you heard the backtracks of the stories, at least the players in the XFL, the first XFL, they were getting paid. At least they were getting a chance to play games. At least they didn't get their season cut short. Um, you know, uh, so I think the way that they're going about this XFL and able to build it up, and they bring in Oliver Luck, who's going to run this league. Oliver Luck is basically like the commissioner of this league. He is, you know, building this league his pride, and I think he's doing a great job of building this league. And I think before you diss a league that hasn't even taken a snap, give it a chance. Because if you put it in the same boat as the AAF, then you are not going to be good for football. So in my opinion, you have to give it a chance. But anyways, a little less about my thoughts and a little bit more about the, uh, the XFL. So the XFL announced their team names this week, and the team at Dallas will be known as the Dallas Renegades. Of course, they'll be playing at Global Life Park uh, in Arlington, Texas, which will be the only team that will be playing in that site because the baseball team, the Texas Rangers, are actually moving to a new ballpark next year. So they're actually moving out after the end of the year. So the Dallas Renegades will play their football games at Global Life Park. Their head coach and general manager is former Oklahoma Sooner head coach Bob Stoops. So Bob Stoops will be the head coach of the Dallas Renegades. 
you've got the Houston. They're going to be known as the Roughnecks. Houston Roughnecks. They'll be playing at TECU Stadium in Houston, Texas. Their head coach is former Hawaii football coach. Used to, was head coach and general manager out of the Hamilton Ticat football team up in Canada. June Jones. Yeah, June Jones, the head coach there. The Los Angeles team is known as the Wildcats. They'll be playing at Dignity Health Sports Park in Carson, California. Uh, their head coach will be Winston Moss. The New York Guardians. That's right, the New York team will be known as the Guardians. They're playing at MetLife Stadium in East Rutherford, New Jersey, where the Jets and the Giants play in the NFL. Uh, Kevin Gilbride is the head coach there. St. Louis Battlehawks. They'll be playing at the Dome down in the uh, St. Louis, down at the Dome at America Center. Their head coach will be Jonathan Haynes. Seattle will have the Dragons. They'll be playing at Century Life Field in Seattle. Jim Zorn, head coach will Jim Zorn, head coach there. Tampa Bay team will be the Tampa Bay Vipers. They're playing at Raymond James Stadium in Tampa. And their head coach will be former Chicago Bears head coach, uh, former Toronto Argonauts head coach up in the CFL, Mark Trussman, the head coach there. And then uh, the Washington, D.C. team will be known as the D.C. Defenders. We'll be playing at Audi Field in Washington, D.C., Pep Hamilton is the head coach there. So, I will certainly give the XFL a chance. So, if you're not going to be on that boat with me, that's fine. That's fine. But I'm going to give the XFL a fair, realistic chance. This allows me the chance to keep on watching football, um, a second sport to me. Um, as a lot of people know that racing is number one with me. I, I cover racing uh, from basically April to October. And uh, football from... Uh, you know, September, aside from late August uh, to all the way through the bowl seasons for college football. I sit here and I follow football. I do follow wrestling as well, yes. But if I'm able to continue doing that, and I and I watch baseball. Don't get me wrong, I watch baseball. I'm a Cubbies fan in baseball. If I watch hockey, I'm, I'm probably a Blackhawks fan in hockey. Uh, you know, if I watch NBA basketball, which I very rarely do, uh, I would have to pick a Midwest team, but I'm not sure which Midwest team that is yet because I really don't have a strong favorite when it comes to that. But, you know, to me, I'm going to give the XFL a chance. Uh, I'm not going to pick a team as a favorite, but I'm certainly going to give them a chance. So you can you can bet that I'm going to sit there and be watching those games. All right. Moving on to one, uh, moving on to another one, the Indoor Football League um, announced their uh, 2020 uh teams slowly are getting announced. You know, we know that the teams are coming back. The Arizona Rattlers, who finished 14-1 and on the year, they went 14-0, losing out in the uh, championship game, sorry, the United Cup championship game uh, against um, Sioux Falls Storm. Uh, but, you know, so you got Arizona Rattlers, they're returning. The Bismarck Bucks are returning. The Cedar Rapids River Kings are returning. They're going to be, uh, Cedar Rapids River Kings are in the process of finding a new coach. As they fired Mar- as as Coach Stout was let go after the end of the year again, the team goes two and I think was two and uh, something. Um, you know, you definitely got to let a coach go, and I think that's what Cedar Rapids had to do, or one and one or something. Oh, I can't remember if they won one or two games. I can't remember off the top of my head. Uh, I actually took that sheet off my paper, or my clipboard here. Uh, so Cedar Rapids and the River Kings, uh, they're looking for a new coach. You got the Green Bay Blizzard returning. The Iowa Barnstormers are returning. The Nebraska Danger, Quad City Steamwheelers, 
San Diego Strike Force, they actually announced a new logo. And I and I don't know if I like the first logo or the second logo better because really, to me, they're about almost similar to the same. Uh, Sioux Falls Storm, the defending champions, and the Tucson Sugar Skulls are back uh, for the 2020 season. But they announced a new team to join the league and moving over from the uh, uh, C, the uh, CIFL, the Champions Indoor Football League, is the Duke City Gladiators out of Albuquerque, uh, New Mexico. They'll be painted on a Tinkley Coliseum. They're moving over to the league. So the Duke City Gladiators are one of the new teams, and I would expect more teams uh, as the uh, Champions Indoor Football League is down to, I think, five or six teams left in that league right now. Could it be interesting to see if some of those teams jump ship as well and go to the IFL? Uh, if you remember, a couple years ago, we had the situation where a couple teams wanted to move from that CIFL league and move into the IFL. Um, but supposedly they signed a new contract, and so they kind of threw a hissy fit about that. Sioux Falls was jumping ship over to the the uh, Champions Indoor Football League. When the IFL kind of sued the other league about the, those two teams, the Sioux Falls Storm kind of moved back into the IFL. So you're kind of seeing that right now. I think um, there we saw Quad City moving over um, last year. Bismarck moved over from the CIFL last year as well. So you're going to look for that as a possibility of the Duke City Gladiators moving into the IFL uh, for 2020. There could be some more teams there. Right now the IFL sits at uh, 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 11 teams right now. And they're saying they could have more and expect more announcements to come of more teams in the IFL. So kudos to the IFL and the Indoor Football League because, I, it, it, in my opinion, if I had to pick an Indoor Football League right now that is up above, above and beyond – all the other leagues. I know the officials sometimes get questionable calls. I get that. As a fan, you you do question, but as as someone that you know been involved with sports or been involved with being an official in, in, in some kind of sport, I get that. The you think that's how it should be. You think that's how you saw it, or you think that's how you know whatever. It might not depend on how you see it. So I I you know I get that. But anyways. The IFL, I think, you know, we're going to see that situation. Um, I, I think we're going to, you know, maybe see more teams out of the, uh, coming over from the CIFL. It could be interesting because you look at some of the CIFL teams. you got a team in Omaha. you got a team in uh, Sioux City. Uh, both those teams could look at the joining the Cinder Football League, and man, what, I mean, think about that right now. You know, if you're Arizona and you're, if you're Arizona, you're loving this because when you joined this league, you were the only Western team. You know, you had San Diego and Tucson, two two franchise programs, just come out of the, uh, you know, be created and and join there. So you were able to have two Western opponents. Now you have a third Western opponent in Duke City Gladiators, being the third Western, or being you know four teams down in the West along with Arizona. Uh, to me, if you're the Arizona Rattlers, you got to be loving this because. Before you were in the in the Arena Football League, you were the only West Coast team. You didn't have any West opponents, you know, since you know what the um, late two thousands era, the two thousand just before two thousand ten. I think so. It's been a while. So for if you're Arizona, you gotta be loving that. And I, you know, personally love that on a standpoint. Now on to my final thoughts. A week ago, the Iowa High School Sports Network, and I know people are going like, oh, the Iowa High School Sports Network, one of the ones that went through that uh, Chicago-based television. Yeah, they were. The Iowa High School Sports Network, in conjunction with the Iowa High School Athletic Association, 
is pleased to announce a new distribution plan that will allow all, or sorry, allow Boy State events to be viewed by a much larger statewide audience. The past three seasons, it's been on NBC Sports Chicago. Now, in the first year of that deal, there was uh, still some local TV stations that still had the rights, but the contract would ending that year that NBC Sports Chicago had for the last two years. And people could only view NBC Sports Chicago. Well, they heard all the gripe, all the complaints the last two years. I, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't complain. I had NBC Sports Chicago, and I kind of enjoyed watching that channel. Now, the complaints a lot of people could have if you got DirecTV or you got, you know, satellite, and you don't get the secondary channels, you might be able to complain about this. But I'm not really going to complain too whole lot because at least the statewide people get, at least people in the state of Iowa get to watch. Not somebody sitting in their home in Indiana or Illinois getting a chance to watch uh, a game um, in Iowa that people in Iowa can't get to see or most people in Iowa can't see. So I understand the frustration of this. But I like it that they're coming up with a new idea, uh, coming up with the idea of going back with the local stations. So the new network will be an over-the-air broadcast on six affiliates throughout the state of Iowa for the Iowa High School State Football semi or Finals, State Wrestling Finals, and State Basketball Finals. Those events also will be streamed live for free on IHSN.com. We're giving the viewers what they want. Many platforms are delivered to the Iowa High School product into their homes. IHSN President Ken Krugman. It'll be up to each individual household to decide how to best access the content. The broadcast will be available on the station's digital channels. Those channels are accessed by subscribing to a local cable company that provides access to the digital channels or by having a television antenna, attic, wall mount, or tabletop in your home. Those six affiliates are KDSM, Fox 17, and their 17.1 and 17.3 channels in Des Moines, KFXA, that's uh, Fox 28 over in Cedar Rapids, and their 28.2 channel. Uh, NPTM at 42.2 in Omaha, that's Southwest Iowa. MPTH 44.2 in Sioux City. And also KXLT 47.2 in Rochester, Minnesota, that'll be North Central Iowa. And WQAD 8.3 in the Quad Cities. We'll have those games for you. And uh, Krugman says, I think the expanded coverage, or sorry, Tom Keating, the Iowa High School Athletic Executive Director, says, I think the expanded coverage for more Iowans to be able to view our state events, that's obviously the big question, uh, big thing. Ken and his group have worked very hard to get their organization to the point where they can combine coverage throughout the state for these events. We are very, very happy about that. The football Wrestling and basketball semifinals will be streamed live on IHSN website. Other championship events will also be streamed live, and the schedule is available on IHSN.com. So that's going to be really cool about that. Uh, you can buy the digital download of these games. Of so all 95 Iowa high school uh, state games uh, will be available for digital download for $9.95 if you want to buy the digital download. That would be really, really cool. Uh, to uh, see um, that as well. So when you look at the uh, whole schedule of, of events, it, it's kind of really cool that they're able to able to get this uh, back 
to exactly what a lot of people have wanted, uh, exactly what a lot of people have said for many, many years, uh, to be able to uh, get uh, the uh, the the uh, old streaming back, or be able to be able to view state championship games here in Iowa. So it's a great uh, thing where the Iowa High School Association has done, along with the Iowa High School Sports Network and and, and everything that they have done for you. So certainly. Uh, you know, it's it's been one of those things, and, and certainly uh, uh, it was much needed. So there you go. So that's what I've got on this edition of Football Friday Live. I hope you enjoy this edition, and we'll be back with many more Football Friday Live throughout the uh, season as our first week one edition will come up next week, and it'll be much, much longer, I guarantee you that, because of all the games to talk about. So all the games coming up this week here in Week 0. Let me run through that Week 0 schedule. So this is your Week 0 schedule. One final time for you before we head off uh, head off there on the airwave here. For Class 1A, it's Columbus Community Columbus Junction. They're taking on Cardinal Velden out of Class A football tonight. Class A football, see Linville Sully at Bill Plain. Wayne Corden at BG at Brooklyn. GM Gia Garman at Mars of St. Mary's. And Nottoway Valley at Central Decatur of Leon. And A-man football. Griswold is at our Weaver West side, West Bend Mallard at North Iowa Buffalo Center, Springfield at Winfield Mountain Unit. Collinsbacks with Iowa Valley Marengo, English Valley North English at Twin Cedar Bussy, HLV and Victor at Colonesco, Montezuma at Southeast Warren Liberty Center, Wormacho Gardner Grove at Baxter, Lennox at Bedford, Sydney and Seymour stand at Murray. Then on Saturday, it'll be New London at Williams Bay, Wisconsin, an eight man football. That's a look at your high school football games going on here in week zero. Week one gets underway next week, and we'll have a full edition of Football Friday Live recapping, uh, running through the scores from this week, as well as previewing week one games, all for you next week on Football Friday Live. This has been Football Friday Live on the Fox Man Sports Network. This is the Fox Man, Jerry Fox, saying so long for now. Thanks for listening to Football Friday Live on the Fox Man Sports Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.